0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Blazer Victory Podcast, episode number 65. This is John Duncan, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Steve Irvine. And, Steve, our Blazers were able to get a dub to finish out the regular season 42-25 to over those UTEP minors and finish 8-4 and 6-2 and and in the conference slate Steve, it was a good win. It was scary at some points, especially in that first half, but our Blazers, you know, they showed a lot of grit um, and we'll get into, you know, special teams as well. But just just a great win on Black Friday um, over UTEP. Um, gave me a great birthday present. Um, yeah. And it was it was able it was great also to send those seniors off on a high note, you know, ending uh, in protective stadium with the W.
1: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it certainly wasn't pretty. And there was times where yeah. you, 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 were worried, you know, at times and you kind of expected it. It was a game that I expected, you know, with, with coming off what, uh, what you're coming off and, and, uh, you know, just, and you know, Thanksgiving week and just all that kind of stuff you didn't expect pretty, but, uh, you know, it, it was, it was neat to see the seniors you leave on a, on a good note. And it was neat to see, you know, so many guys that, uh, kind of had a hard time leaving the field afterwards, you know, there was yeah. a lot of pictures taken, a lot of, um, you know, I think Hayden Pittman might still be out there. I mean, he, <laughs> he, he, was, he was taking pictures with everybody and, and, um, you know, it, it was, so it, it was neat to see. And you know, that, uh, that those guys were, um, you know, uh, it, it shows it meant a lot to them. And, and, and it was, it was good to see some seniors making big plays with, you know, getting both Pittman and, and, uh, Garrett Prince in the end zone uh, was was cool and and uh, so it was um it was, it, was, you know, it ended up being being a good day. Yes, a
0: very bittersweet moment. You know, I'm going to miss those seniors, but it was great to see see them play. You know, and also you know the first play on the offensive side of the ball, getting to see some offensive guys out there like Tyler Johnston. They let him throw it. You know, we got to see yeah. Stanley a lot. Well, we got to see a lot of Stanley for some other reasons, but we'll get right. into. Um, but yeah, it was great just to send them off on a high note, you know, 42 25 double digit win over a really good, you know, UTEP team. This wasn't just your your average of old uh, UTEP team that comes in with just a couple wins. I mean, this is a this is a legit UTEP team. I mean, Dana Demmel, he's he's done a great job getting them to where they're at. Um, but UAB was able to pull away in the second half. But I think, you know, we haven't really started here in one of our recap episodes but i think we have to start on the special team side of the ball steve i mean special teams just came up clutch a couple of times in this ball game you know especially you know on kickoff coverage uh just forcing those two fumbles and you may be able to take advantage of both of them you know getting 14 points out of those two turnovers so let's let's start there and talk about the job that special teams did yesterday
1: yeah i mean you know that's often you know uh it's often hidden points and, and hidden. As, you know, Trey Ragland likes to talk a lot about hidden yards yeah. and special teams, but you know, a lot of times it's, in this case is really hidden points. You know, it's a mm-hmm. great, great play, you know, great hustle job on, on a kickoff team. And, you know, it was great to see, you know, guys like Will Connor, you know, with that, you know, that Will Connor recovery was everybody, you know, most everybody else kind of the ball was laying there and nobody was recovering. Yeah. Everybody's I didn't kind of even
0: I didn't notice it until I saw Clark, you know, you know, pointing on the side, and I was like, "Wait, did they fumble on that
1: play?" Yeah, and, and the first guy that I saw pointing was Damian Miller, and he made—he was the one that made the tackle and and, and stripped the the, the 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 ball carrier, and you know, he got up pointing the other way, and I, you know, I, I thought, "What is he? You know, why is he pointing? <laughs> out of, What's he doing?" Yeah. <laughs> and then it wasn't, you know, a couple minutes later, that I saw a lot of other people did it, and it was certainly once they saw the replay, everybody was doing it, but you know, but it was a great, again, it was a great recovery by Will Connor that, you know, good to, to, to be alert and get on that ball and, and, uh, you know, great job by Damian Miller to strip him and, and, you know, good job of selling it. And, you know, and then when you saw the replay, I expected the replay to be kind of a, um, you know, boy, I wonder if he did or didn't, it was close. And that time it wasn't even close. <laughs> no, it was clear
0: as day. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, nothing close about it. I don't know how they missed it. Other than there was a pretty good jumble around him that, that, you know, that, that maybe you got blocked off a little bit. Other than that I'm not sure how they missed that uh you know uh, uh, right away at least how uh, we all did miss it right away yeah not just official but uh but it was yeah it was um great play there and then great play by Luke Perser in the hustle uh, you know hustle and you know it was good kick uh by Burkhart. I don't know that it was intentional <laughs> you know in fact, <laughs> no. I, don't, I don't think it was I think the win that win was hard now man that win was you know that win you know Kyle Greenwell did not have a good day. And, but I think a lot of it was when the other guy didn't either. the difference was the, the, the other guy with, you know, with the rugby pun, a lot of his line drive stuff and you, you, mm-hmm. the wind doesn't affect it as much, even though like their opening kickoff was, was brutally bad <laughs> yeah. and, you know, going out of bounds. So I think the wind really messed with, with those guys yesterday, but, uh, you know, great job by Luke Persher on that play. And, you know, Luke Persher is a guy that is, is really, you know, kind of under the radar, you know, he, he makes plays on the, on the, yeah, coverage teams. He was a really good high school football player at, at Oak. Mountain he was a lo-
0: Yeah, I was gonna say he was a local kid, wasn't he? Yeah,
1: Oak Mountain High School, and he was he played running back and safety there. And really good. I mean, really good uh, running back. At, you know, at uh, so especially at uh, at Oak Mountain, and so you know, he's a guy that they have liked for the first as, as a special teams guy, and and. uh um, so you know it's great to see him make that play there. And and those those plays were huge. I mean, that's yes. twenty one points right there. And and then of mm-hmm. course Grayson Cash being Grayson Cash and
0: Yes, yeah, getting I another point block, point. block, yeah. block another
1: <laughs> punt, yeah. You know, that that's twenty one points, you know, in a game that you run won by what, twenty three or whatever it was, or twenty seventeen. I guess 17, that, what yeah. seventeen, yeah. Um, you won by seventeen and those are twenty one points right there. So um, uh, yeah. you know, that obviously that's a huge, huge part in uh in the game, and 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 it really it was, I mean it was mistakes by UTEP, no doubt, but it was also UAB going out and making plays.
0: Yeah, no doubt, and I mean Dana Demo after the game, he, he was just like, yeah, our special teams sucked, and he he, he was basically saying that their special teams has been bad all year. Evidently, um, I, I didn't really catch that in watching the film, um, but you got to give kudos to UAB's guys, you know, just hustling play after play. Um, you know, as we just mentioned on those kickoff coverages and also, you know, Grayson Cash hustling to getting that block. Grayson Cash also getting an interception later in the game. Um, just a great game overall for UAB. Um, and just, you know, in the game that the first half, I mean, it was a struggle really for both offenses to get, honestly get anything going in that game. But, yeah, UAB getting uh, just clutch plays when they needed it, especially in that second half and the special teams. Um, but I guess let's go ahead and start um two now on the offensive side of the ball. Dwayne McBride, seven carries for ninety nine yards in the T D. Steve, on that TD, I swear, he he drugged, like, one or two yeah. UTEP players, like, five or six yards into that end zone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and I, I said on there, and, and, and it seems like every touchdown run he has, he breaks two or three or four tackles. You know, it's yes. not like he he, he never just kind of goes in without breaking tackles. And he, he breaks them so easily, you know. I mean, he, does. he, doesn't, he doesn't slow down. It's not like they slow him down he spins away from them. He just runs through guys. And, and he runs through their best guys, you know. I mean, it, it's just. He's got a knack of, 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 being able to break tackles and and on the long run where he got hurt, if he's a normal running back, he gets tackled about the 30 and probably doesn't get hurt, you know, mm-hmm. but, but instead he breaks the tackle about the 30 and, and, and then, uh, you know, ends up getting, having taken two or three guys is dragging down and unfortunately got rolled up, uh, you know, when, uh, on the play, but Hey, he would have went, I mean, you never know, but. He would have went for 300 yesterday. Oh, he, no
0: doubt. He, he no would,
1: he was just one of those days where they, they were not going to be able to stop him and you know, he was going to have a day and that's, that's what, that's, what's a shame. And you know, the other thing in shame is, 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 uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, four of the last six games, he's rushed for at least a hundred mm-hmm. and you know, he gets 99 and the two, he hasn't, he got 99 and got hurt against UTEP and he got 95, yeah. 95 and got hurt against rice. So really. Really, all six games, and in all intents and purposes, he sh- you know should have been over a hundred, and just you know running it, running it at such a high level right now, and and it's just um, you know I think you know I think if he gets three hundred yesterday and and gets you know three or four touchdowns or whatever it may be, he you know he's he might he's he might get first team votes or first he might get first team on conference, and and yeah. at, at this point so I don't think he will. I think he should. Me too. Uh, you know, nobody's rushed for more yards in, in, in conference USA games than he has. Um, you know, I think his his numbers. You know, again, we've said it, and I'm uh, and I'll stand by it. He played against the two guys that are going to be first team the two weeks before, and was the best running back in the field both times. Yeah. You know, in in that game, in those games, and, and you know, you can argue with me all and I, I'm not saying that he he deserves it ahead of Sincere McCormick. I think what Sincere McCormick has done overall, he's a he's a gimme. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I, I, you know, Ali has a lot of touchdowns, but I still think Dwayne McBride is a better running back and, and, um, and it should be there. But, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But uh, the good thing is the injury wasn't as bad as, as it seemed to be at first. You know, uh, you know, you thought it was a break and, um, you know, and, and honestly, the, the, the cart, he, he 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 was going to walk off from what i understand but the cart was already out there so they went ahead and used it because at first they thought they needed the cart, and and, and i i i come in and forget that cart out there yeah. uh, you know because a lot of times you know it takes a while to get it out there and the kids hurt and so i you know i come in and forget that thing out there pretty quickly and uh yeah. but you know honestly he probably could have walked off and so it probably wasn't quite as bad as it looked when you know when you go off of a cart um But, uh, but, you know, the x-rays, from what I understand, showed that there was no break. And, um, you know, so, so it's probably just, uh, you know, like a high ankle spray. Not that, you know, not that that's, not that that's good that he missed the rest game. But it it certainly looked like it could have been worse. So that, that's the good thing. And, uh, you know, bowl game, I I don't know, I didn't hear anybody say, but I would imagine if it is just a spray, then, then he has a chance of playing the bowl game. You know, certainly if it, if it was broken, he certainly wouldn't have. So that's a, that's a good thing, you know, that, uh, that he had that, but it's, again, it's a shame that, that, that he got hurt on a a day when he would have been a special day for him, but on the other side, it was great to see, you know, Jermaine Brown was tremendous, you know, three touchdowns, you know, to, to step in and um, you know, and step in right away too and score that touchdown on fourth down. That was a hard touchdown after, after you losing Dwayne mm-hmm. McBride, right you know, at a key moment. And, um, so it was good to see him. It was great to see Lucius get in there and do, do what he did and, and, uh, you know, get some, you know, c- contribute to the, to the win. And cause Lucius is, I mean, he's the guy that, yeah. You know, I mean, he's so he's been such a big part of this program and you, you know, you talk about the seniors and here's a guy, you know, got here in 2016, you know, he's one of them, I think one of three or or so that uh, I think Pittman and Tyler Johnson and him. And I don't know if there's anybody else. I know those three, um, have been, have been in this program since 16. And so they've seen, they've really seen it, you know, they've seen it all. And, um, and to see, and he's, you know, Lucius has been one of those guys that has contributed every year when, when needed, but never been the guy, you know, and, and you know a guy who looked like he was getting ready to break out in '17 with that big game against North Texas, and then he blows his D out, you know, two plays mm, into yeah. the, the next game. I mean, you know, a guy that could could have hung it up, uh, you know, could have could have pouted, could have um, left, you know, could could have been a, a you know a distraction, but in, instead he just handled everything with a smile. Was a team guy from day one. Um, stayed a team guy when it got tough. And, um, you know, so it was really nice to see, I wish he could have gotten the end zone yesterday would have been really cool to see, but other mm-hmm. than that, I mean, it was, it was great to see him play his final home game with, uh, and really make a, uh, really make an impact, you know, and that goes for his brother too. I mean, I know we're talking about, uh, you know, offense right now, but you know, you kind of lump those two together and what they've done for this program, Icaro, Macario came a little, you know, he came a year or so later after transferring from South Florida, but he's been the same thing. He's been a guy who's, who's done things the right way with a smile, never complained, didn't have a whole lot of, you know, a whole lot of chance to make plays before this year. But every time he did, he made a play when he was out there, he made Mm -hmm. a play. And then this year he's really, really stepped up and, and played a big, big role. And, you know, had a big role yesterday. I thought he really played well yesterday. So those two guys sort of are the, um, to me, kind of one of the, um, kind of epitomize what this senior class is is all about and a lot of the guys in that senior class do but you know those two guys certainly do yeah no doubt and
0: you know you guys got to talk to um you, you guys spoke with uh, lucius after the game and i mean you could just you could just tell how much you know uab and the city of birmingham meant to him um it, you know in his comments that he made after the game and it's it's just you know bittersweet because you do bring up you know that north texas game back in 17 that you know he 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 got hurt and I mean he came back the next year and pretty much helped us seal up the win against North Texas and Birmingham. You know he had that big uh, run I think it was like third and long.
1: Back third and long. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I mean
0: there's there's moments you know that I'll never forget uh, that uh, Lucius had um, for this UAB program and and give credit like you just said you got to give credit to Skull and to uh, Stanley for coming in because. Wooden didn't, Larry Wooden didn't even dress out for the game. So I don't know if he was hurt or what. So, I mean, it had to be both of them once a Depot went down.
1: Yeah, he was, he was hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and, and, you know, and, and AJ Gage came in and made a nice run late. Oh, he know, looked like, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looked good. He looked quick now. So, so, you know, uh, moving forward, he's a guy that probably will get a chance to to play some, but, uh,
0: mm-hmm. but you know, one,
1: one thing I liked and, and, and Lucius was great on, on the, uh, on the radio yesterday and, and Macario got, you know, he, he was in the regular press conference. So yes. those guys got to talk after the game and he was great too. But one thing I loved about what Lucius said, and this is just kind of epitomizes what Lucius is all about is, you know, we asked him about, you know, his thoughts when, um, when, when McBride went down and, you know, his first thing was, man, I was going, get up, get up, mm-hmm. you know, get up. And the thing, and, and, and selfishly, if he doesn't get up, then Lucius has a better chance to play. <laughs> yeah, you know, but but instead, you know, I just think that shows what uh, you know what that that he's not selfish and that uh, mm-hmm. you know he wanted him to get up and stay in the game, even though that would have taken you know opportunity away from him to play his last game. So I think that speaks a lot for him. But uh but yeah, I mean, it's just uh, the, the kid loves UAB. The kid loves what it's done for him, and and uh, you know it's it's great to see him go out with a smile
0: yes no doubt um now on the passing side of the game yesterday really wasn't the prettiest um but i mean like you said earlier the the wind was pretty bad uh hopkins ended up 15 to 20 for just 108 yards uh, two touchdowns but did have that uh one interception where he overthrew prince um but really you know uab was just able to get it going on the ground so really wasn't a a lot of need for uh going through the air i wish we would have maybe Tried to hit Shropshire a couple more times, but I do give some credit to UTEP. I mean, they basically had him blanketed. They weren't. They were basically saying, you know, you can throw it, but we're going to take Shrop away from you. So I, I yeah. got some of that credit to UTEP for sure.
1: Yeah, they 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 always rolled a safety to his side mm-hmm. to take away, you know, the deep stuff from him, and, and so they took away. And you know, and Dylan Dylan wasn't very good. I mean, he no, just didn't uh-huh. have a good day. And, you know, it's a bad game. Thought- yeah. Yeah, it just happens to everybody just wasn't a good day for him and the win you know did i think play a role a little bit but it wasn't everything and, and uh, you know i just think he just didn't have a good day and and you know and that was, was great about the running game is on a day that you, you can't throw the ball you still were able to run it for over 200 and
0: mm-hmm. you know and
1: and honestly i was at uh at halftime i was i was near some some utap coaches up in the booth they were walking up and they were talking as they were walking by me in the hall and and uh, you know, I heard one of them tell the other one like, "We're not going to let them run in this half. They're you know, we're we're going to take it. They're going to have to throw the ball to if they're going to move it or not. You know, move it this half. And uh, yet, <laughs> so so they were doing some things to try to take away the run. And 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 UAB still ran ran the ball well. And that's you know, that's a testament to the guys up front. Definitely, that's a testament to the running running backs you know, taking taking the right, picking the right uh, hole, and 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 making the right you know making it the right read of that kind of thing and just everybody blocking. So on a day, again, on a day when you can't throw it and, and you have to run it, um, that that's a testament of just how well that running game was going yesterday. But you know, Dylan, it's you know, it's it just it's just what it's one of those days, you know, and, yeah. and um uh, I mean he just couldn't, you know, like like Prince was was open on the play the overthrew him. That's you it know was, that's a big yeah. big gain right there. And bait, you know, maybe if he catches the ball in stride maybe more than just a big game might've been touchdown. I don't, you know, I didn't even have to look at to see where the defenders were, but you know, you never know with him. I mean, he, he could turn, he could turn a play into a touchdown in a hurry. And so, um, but it, you know, uh, again, it was, you know, it was good that the running game was able to pick it up and sometimes that happens There's Sometimes you can't run the ball and, you know, and there's been games where, where, you know, Dylan's Dylan in the, and a passing game has carried the offense. So this was a day that it had to be the opposite
0: the right and and it was good to uh see you know both tight ends get a uh, touchdown reception and i guess so they did count the garrett prince as a touchdown reception instead of like
1: oh yeah he it was it, it, it was definitely pop pass he definitely oh, okay yeah yeah i mean yeah he, he he definitely passed the ball or you know okay. threw it forward okay. uh there, was, there was, that was, that was that was that was that was obvious and so yeah and that was i thought that was a great ble- great play call on that in that in that moment you know and um and a lot of it you know prince turned that into you know, instead of turning into a first down, which, which, uh, or turn into, you know, a, a good play, turn in a touchdown, you know? Right. Uh, so that was a good run after, after, <clears throat> after the play, but yeah, that's a, that's officially. And it was, you know, the, I thought the, the play that, the you know, Pivens play was a great play call, you know? Oh they, yeah. He really, was wide open. <laughs> yeah. And they really sold a the run there. You know, they sold it well, you know, and, and uh, with the way they lined up and and the good play mm-hmm. fake and, uh, and then was wide open, and so it was great to see. And was the first touchdown for him for the year. Yeah. And so it's great to see him, because he, you know, he's another guy that's done so much for this program. And you know, I mean, he's the only guy that's played in every game since the, he's played in every game since the return. Wow. I mean, and I, I mean that's just amazing. He's played in every game. You're never that even goes game. back
0: to that goes back to last year too with the COVID stuff too. So, yeah, oh
1: wow. and, and yeah, never missed a game because of COVID. Never missed a game because of injury. Never, and and that's and he's hurt and he's banged up now. Yeah. Uh, he's played this year a lot. This year he's been banged up and and you know never missed a game. Never got sick. Never you know I mean he played every game that and that's that's amazing you know. It and, is that uh, he's played every game and he's been you know especially in, in the role he plays. I mean he, he plays a you know, he's he, he's an offensive lineman who catches the ball. Some, you know, I mean, he, he, he blocks every play. Um, and just, I mean, he's, he's really been, you know, a big part of this program. So for him to get one in his last game, that was great. And like I said, it was funny after the game. I mean, he was, he was literally the last person off the field. And, uh, and even then as he was going off, he stopped probably five, five more times to take pictures with somebody, you know, and Mm. just, uh, uh, so it was, you know, it, it's been a lot to him. And and uh, so it's great to see him in it, you know, in the, at home in the right way. Yeah, i definitely going to miss both of them. But I'm
0: <clears throat> definitely going to miss uh, seeing Hayden uh, dancing on the sidelines. You know, when things kind of get uh, kind of grim, he, you can always count on him to be, you know, kind of dancing yeah. and trying to motivate the team on the sideline. So I'm definitely going to miss that uh, from him because he's yeah. such a, you know, he, he's been such a crucial part of this team, you know, since the return, like you said, playing in every game. Um, definitely going to miss uh, both of those tight ends. But I, I also want to give some credit to uh, Rajay Johnson Sanders. You know, he ended up being the leader uh, in perception, uh, five of 24 yards Um, but a couple of those crucial, uh, wide receiver screens that we were able to, you know, while Hopkins was able to get it out to him, you know, he got 20 yards on one of them. So he, he really, uh, kind of helped spread things out a little bit when they were starting to crowd the box and trying to stop our run game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think he's really played a, that's his role this year, you know, and hopefully, (laughs) excuse me, hopefully going forward, you know, he'll, he'll have another year if he, if he wants it and, you know, hopefully his role will even expand even more, but, uh. You know, at this at this point, it was his role this year, and he and he did it well. I mean, he, he, did. he made some he made some key plays, key runs. Uh, you know, runs after after the short catches, whether it be you know whether it be a pop you know a jet sweep, pop pass, whatever you want to call it type thing, or or get the ball out quickly to him. I mean, he broke a lot of tackles and uh, and really kind of came into himself a little bit. You know, we've been waiting on that from him, and uh, you know, going into the year, and and uh, so he was a big part, no doubt. Yes.
0: Well, let's switch over to the defensive side of the ball um, where I think UAB did a great job, especially, you know, in the second half, because, you know, you're you're down 17 to 14 at the half and you only give up eight points in the second half. Like, I mean, they pretty much almost uh, shut down UTEP. And, and you know, you, you know, they've got the elite wide receiver that we talked about in our preview episode with uh, Jacob Cowing, And we know how Gavin Hardison can sling the ball with his rocket arm. But I thought UAB's defense did a great job, especially in the second half. And you look at the total yards. I mean, they only give up 303, um, only 99 on the ground and only 200 through the air. I mean, and, you know, we mentioned the Grayson Cash interception earlier. Um, I I just felt that UAB's defense, especially in that second half, you know, kind of maybe after they woke up a little bit or or warmed up, I guess, (laughs) uh, they were able to shut down that UTEP offense.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, I do think that UTEP helped him a little bit with, with uh, you know, I, I didn't quite understand, you know, that UTEP did a great job of spreading things out in the first half, you yeah. know, and a lot, a lot of quick stuff outside, and then, you know, hitting with, I thought, Deion Hankins. You know, Deion Hankins was a guy that, you know, going into the year was their guy, and, and really, I don't know if it's been injuries or what, kind of what's happened. He's, he's, he's had a struggle this year, but he's a good running back, and he's hard. Yeah. he's hard to tackle. And, and I thought in the first half, they did a good job of using him, him and the running game, but particularly him to keep, uh, to keep the, everything off balance, you know? And, and then mm-hmm. I think in the third quarter, I'm not sure he got the ball until like their third or fourth possession of the third quarter. And, and I think that helps, you know, cause yeah. when, you, when you, when you take away that, aspect of it and and um you know he he kept he helped keep them off balance and so i think that helped a little bit but i you know i but i think they also started you know winning the line of scrimmage more you know and i mean they've got some i mean cowings obviously is very good but i you know i thought garrett was really good tyron smith was good um you know flores you came in and running back and did some things with uh you know in the in the running game in the past game that i thought were good so i they had some dangerous guys and you know i thought that you know, and, you know, UAB especially playing, you know, banged up still, you know, uh, they didn't have, you know, Moultrie was sick yesterday and out, you know, and so he didn't play at all. He wasn't there, you know, and, uh, you know, you're talking about at at cornerback, they had, you know, they they were so banged up at points, you know, Xavier Lanier, who, who's been a guy that's been there a long time and, and was, was a safety and you know really good special teams guy. He, you know, he had to move to cornerback and play corner for, for a while. And, and uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, so you had guys that were, it was a thin group playing defense just because of, you know, just because of illnesses and, you know, because they were hit by the flu last week really bad and had, you know, had a few COVID cases. And mm-hmm. so uh, for those guys to, to to make plays and, you know, and I think, I don't think you can say enough about Noah Wilder, though. I mean, you know, no,
0: yeah.
1: I mean, that, that guy, he had 14 tackles yesterday and, and you know, what he's done for this defense i mean here's a guy who's a walk-on you know transferred from uh, Gardner web and was a walk-on and um you know he's he's become their heart and soul you know i think that's mm-hmm. what uh in fact i believe that's what coach called him yesterday after uh you know we asked him about him in the post game and mm-hmm. i mean he's just he just he comes to play every game and for him to be coming off the you know the disappointment of that you know tip, tipping that ball and you know just I know coming yeah. in inch, inches short and in, the, in in the UTSA game and and uh you know come out and just makes play after play i mean like he had fourteen tackles and you know he he was a big part of that yesterday and I just think every you know and like you say and Cash make it play did who kind of stole an interception from starling thomas on that, cause <laughs> yeah. i think if, if he doesn't make that interception starling thomas does but uh yeah but that's fine. You know, somebody had to get, you know, at least somebody in the right uniform got it on that one. But, you know, he, he makes plays. Will Bowler running around making plays, you know, up front. I thought they, you know, they, I thought they played well up front and on a day when, you know, they were limited in numbers because there were a lot of guys out up front, not just, not just Moultrie. Uh, I think Isaiah Forte was out, Yeah. Uh, you know, so they, they were limited in numbers and those guys played a lot of snaps and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so, um, you know, I just, I just thought for this to hang in there and it, and it did help that the, uh, the special teams blunders took, took away, uh, at least two possessions from them, uh, you know, with the special teams blunders there. So that, that helps when special teams taking the ball right back and that's, that's always nice. And, uh, so you, um, put it all together and it was, a, it was, you know, it was, it was a great way to end.
0: No doubt. And uh, quickly going back to special teams too, when, uh, you know, talking about Kyle Greenwell really only, you know, only that first punt was terrible. But other than that, I felt like he did a pretty good job, especially going against the wind uh, yesterday.
1: Well, he had a couple others <laughs> that weren't, that weren't his, that weren't his style, weren't his good, but he had a couple key ones too. And yeah. then, uh, you know, so, uh, but yeah, it was a tough day. I mean, it was, it was a tough, you know, you, I don't guess you really knew it till, till you were down on the field. Cause it, it didn't, I mean, yeah, the wind was blowing, but it didn't seem like it would have been that bad. But, but, but then you, after you watched it, you know, when it's happening, you know, time after time, you know, and not only to kicks, but also to, to passes. And mm-hmm. it was, it was, it was a tough day, you know, but yeah. I, th- I mean, I thought, yeah, Greenwell, he, he had some nice moments. I, you know, I just thought that there was a couple of times he had a couple bad kicks, but you know, that happens too. you know. Yeah. And, <laughs> And uh, you know, overall, it's you know he's been solid. Now he was solid for a lot of the day yesterday. And, you know, again, a tough day.
0: Yeah, I know he definitely wants that first one back. It looked like he hit the side of his foot when he yeah, kicked it. I yeah,
1: that, that yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was ugly. Was, that was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, and I will say though, looking at penalties, only five penalties for fifty yards, and really only that one on the kickoff, uh, the fifteen yard. I don't know. They registered it, and you know we talked about this a little bit, Steve. It was registered to uh, number twenty-six uh, before uh, just shoving a UTEP guy. I mean, really unnecessarily, but we don't even know for sure if that was number twenty-six because that.
1: Yeah, because when you and look I at think the it roster, was. Oh, it was. Hey, okay. And Demar De- De- Miller was in uniform. I didn't know if he. I I didn't okay. think he was, and he did play on the kickoff. T- I li- I saw. I looked later, and he was on the kickoff okay. team, so, so that they, was
0: him then. They
1: might have registered right. I you know I don't know <laughs> what happened. I know uh, you know immediately when they threw it. C.D. Daniels was the other guy there, and he was kind of complaining, like, "What are you talking about?" Because they were right next to each other. There was four guys right in the same area, and I didn't see it. I mean, I don't know what happened. You know, uh, might have yeah. been a good call. I mean, I I don't know. I mean,
0: honestly, I think it was because I was watching it when it happened, and it was like it was kind of well after the ball had went through the end zone, and then uh, Miller just shoved the guy for no reason. So it, it was, but but hey, my point. Other than that, it was a good yeah.
1: Game. It, it was, it was really nice to see the other guys get hurt by penalties a lot. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. got 10 for 62. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and some of them were really timely things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I thought they, they cleaned it up and, and, uh, you know, uh, but you know, I also think that, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't want to be one of those guys, but I, I don't, I just think there's times where I feel like UAB's targeted a little bit, um, yeah. you know, in, in certain things. And, um, have they earned a lot most of them yes no doubt there there's been some time There's there's been some really overaggressive boneheaded moments yeah yeah there have been um but there also have been plenty of times in these games where there's a lot of penalties where you look at a couple passive interference calls last week you know just mm-hmm. go down the list you know and and so I, I don't, I mean, I think it, it's certainly been a problem. I mean, there's no doubt you're not the most penalized team in the country without it being a problem. I mean, right. but I don't think that all of them have been good calls. Let's just put it that way. And, 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 um, not making excuses, not being one of those guys, but, but I think that that's just accurate in every game. Now there's been too many that are legitimate and that mm-hmm. has to get cleaned up moving forward that has to be something that has to be a point of em- emphasis because there's too many of those plays like like you know the the kickoff yesterday where there's you know where there's a late shove a late hit late um
0: just unnecessary you know, just yeah. just
1: some, something unnecessary yeah and, and 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 part of what makes them you know a good football team is, is that they that they played that way you know they play right up to you know right up to the whistle type thing know, cause that's what makes them a good football team, but there's times where you you got, you you know, they, they certainly need to dial that back. And and that's something that, and and Hey, for those people who think that they don't, that they're not trying to work on that, you're, you're a fool. If you think, you know, you're a fool. If you think Bill Clark is sitting at home going, Oh yeah, I'm glad that we get a lot of penalties because you know, come on now, be you know, they, they, it, it does bother them. They do work on it. Um. And, and, and they, you know, they do work on being better there. And, and again, if you think that they don't, then you know, nothing about foot, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it, cause they do now, now, now maybe they need to do more to stop it. I don't know. Maybe they do. I don't know. Uh, but, but you know, it is something that they work on and they try to get better at. Um, but, um, it was nice to see yesterday <laughs> somebody else get, get, get hurt by that, you know? Yes. And, and cause it, it hadn't happened a whole lot on, you know, in, in games the other way. Uh, cause they, again, they had some timely penalties that it took away some, some good moments for them. And so, uh, um, so that, that, you know, that was good to see. And it was good to see that UAB didn't get a lot of that, that stuff, you know, and, uh, didn't get the, you know, that did, I think there was what two or three hands to the hands to the face on the defense. And, um and man against uab you know that's something that's hurt uab in games uh, hey you know. and
0: speaking of one of those hands to the face uh, on the, the play that debo got hurt because i actually missed seeing what happened with debo get hurt because i just saw the flag and i was just looking at some man they're gonna call holding or something this is gonna come back yeah uh but <laughs> yeah, luckily it was a hands to the face on the defense
1: yeah i mean and that's <clears throat> that's something that's that's hurt uab in the past where well, you'll see that there'll they'll be a that a big play and Mm-hmm. be a flag land back there think oh great this is a hold
0: <laughs> and yeah. it's
1: the opposite you know and and um and honestly on the cases of uab that i've seen it uh he's watching the replay it's it's a darn good call you know it's yeah, not one of those where you is. go like well well they blew that i mean it's a it's a good call and and so it stayed away from that and you know utep was the one that was guilty of that and um so that was uh you know that was good to see and and uh you know it was good to see a a, a day when when uab didn't hurt itself you know and yes um, you know so that's uh hopefully that's that's going to be the case going forward
0: well again guys uab gets the win 42 to 25 over the utep minors and ends the regular season eight and four overall and we've got a bowl game to get ready for i don't know where don't know when but should know hopefully after the conference usa championship game next week probably i guess because that game's friday so we'll probably know maybe that sunday is what i'm assuming
1: yeah that's um, what that's what the thought is it will know okay. on sunday uh you know not till then but uh that's that's what the thought and, and it's open you know i i do think that uh you know i i from what i understand i didn't hear but uh coach kind of hinted at it, it might be a new destination in uh in his, in his, uh press conference or his this uh, Monday mm-hmm. uh, uh uh radio show and and um so he kind of hinted at that and um so so I you know I, I hope I hope it's warm you know? yeah <laughs> after yesterday I was kind of cold yesterday uh but you know I mean and you know hey maybe this is a the year they find a way in the Birmingham handball maybe this is a the year they find a way to Hawaii. I don't know you know who knows I I don't think it'll be Hawaii uh but uh, and I don't think it'll be Birmingham to be honest with you but yeah. you never you you never know I think what the key is that when yesterday put them in uh a, a position to have better options yes you know cuz with eight wins I think you know really if you if if there is a pecking order type thing it, you would think that they would be third to pecking order behind the two teams in the championship game um you know and really maybe be second if if the if the Loser of the championship game is Marshall, you know, if Marshall yeah. finds a way to win today and, and gets in the championship game, then, you know, maybe they, they move up to second in the pecking order, but, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of things, you know, a lot of it depends on, uh, you know, just what other teams, like what UTSA decides to do and, and, uh, and, you you know, cause I, I could see, I could see the independence bowl being an option. If UTSA decides that's how they want to go. Yeah, you know I could see that being an option. You know I could certainly see Orlando being an option. Uh, um, just you know I mean, heck, heck, let's let's be honest, everything's an option right now. That you yeah. know that's that's a, you know that's conference related. I mean Montgomery right. could be an option, Mobile could be an option. I mean who knows? Uh, but the the key is again that uh, there is options. You know, and you you, you do kind of have a more of a say of hey we want to go here and not there. You know yeah. where if you lose yesterday. Uh it's probably a situation where the conference says, Hey, here's where you're going. And yeah. you, you know, you say yes, sir, and or, yes, ma'am in this case, I guess. Uh, <laughs> right. And uh and, and you go there. And uh so um so but but it it it's nice it's it it's nice to 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 have this every year, you know, mm-hmm. to know I mean people have gotten spoiled and and sort of forget the days of uh you know of, of not and I know Trey Ragland we talk all the time about um he he they would have went to a bowl game in the middle of the '65 uh, uh you know in the worst part of the '65 and played in traffic if they had to you know <laughs> I mean they they you know it was they it, it's it's a bowl game was was a dream for those for those guys back then and and so. It's nice to have that option every year you know, to know every year you're going to end the year in a bowl game, and uh, or you know, certainly bowl elves. But last year, obviously, what you know, hurt not being able to play, but you know, every other year you're in a bowl game, and that's great, that's a great feeling,
0: right? No doubt. Well, guys, uh, Steve and I will be back, uh, whenever we find out where that destination is and who we're playing, we'll be back to give you a preview of that game and then. You know, we'll give a recap after the game, but then we've got basketball, you know, too. I, I just want to give a quick shout-out. Um, we're we're going to do it like we did last year. You know, last year we waited until football season was officially over, and then we went 100% into basketball. But I do want to give a quick shout-out to Andy Kennedy and the Blazers. You know, 5-2, and two, you know, lost a heartbreaker last night that I don't think ended until after midnight. But 5-2 uh, and two overall. They split the games in the Las Vegas tournament, uh, beat a really good New Mexico team. I mean, the other loss, you know, they lost to San Francisco last night, but almost came back and beat South Carolina, you know, a week or so ago. Um, But Andy Kennedy, I mean, they're playing some good basketball down there on the south side. So I can't wait for, you know, Steve, for us to get into some basketball later once football is officially done. Um, But just exciting times on the hardwood for UAB again this year. And hopefully we can maybe uh, be playing in March again.
1: Let's hope so. I mean that 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 would be nice. Yeah, they're playing well right now, and um, it's a shame they didn't find a way to win that game last night. I had a you know poor first first half, and, and yeah. you know, that that hurt them. But uh, but you know it was a great job in the second half of getting back in that thing, and, and you know and I had, hey I had a chance at the end to mm-hmm. um, to to win that thing, and and uh, and it just didn't didn't work out, you know. And uh, but uh, but really good team. Yes. Uh, you know, and have a legitimate chance at, at winning this you know, winning conference usa and uh, just got to go out and do it
0: no doubt well all right guys uh like i said we'll be back later to uh preview wherever the bowl game is and whoever we're playing against but thanks as always for listening to the blazer victory podcast if you're not following us on twitter please follow us at uh, twitter.com slash and if you're not subscribed to us on a podcast platform go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button whether that's apple podcast spotify our heart radio Just make sure you're subscribed to us so you never miss any episodes in the future. But as always, guys, go Blazers.